This episode of Art of the Kickstart is sponsored by BackerKit. BackerKit makes software that crowdfunding project creators use to survey backers, organize data, and manage orders for fulfillment by automating your operations and helping you print and ship faster. Plus, if you want to create and send surveys, offer add-ons and pledge upgrades, or begin accepting pre-orders, BackerKit makes it simple. Over 2,000 projects and 4 million backers have used BackerKit, including many of the projects featured on Art of the Kickstart. Ready to try BackerKit? Visit BackerKit.com and sign up today. Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Command Partners, the top full-service crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped raise over $70 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by The Gadget Flow, a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. The Gadget Flow is the ultimate buyer's guide for cool luxury gadgets and creative gifts. To learn more, visit thegadgetflow.com. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today I am joined by Casper Peterson with the Lab Fresh. Casper, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for inviting me, Brian. All right, so Lab Fresh. This was a very successful crowdfunding campaign on Kickstarter, an odor and stain repellent cotton shirt. Casper, give us give us the story. Yeah, well, uh, the story is that uh, like a lot of other men, I have, I was in my previous job forced to um, a shirt and a tie and a suit every day, uh, and I ended up working not in Denmark where I'm from, where it's very cold and you don't sweat that much, but I ended up working in uh, the Middle East and Africa and Asia instead. So I was very much used to always having a second shirt in the, in my backpack. And uh, yeah, then during my previous startup, we we stumbled upon some very smart scientists in Paris, who was uh, who was working on this technology, and we thought uh, that uh, we wanted to use our commercial acumen to to bring it to the market. So this technology, this in duo, tell our tell our audience what that's all about. Yeah, so that's um, in general. There's of course many different ways that you can develop fabrics on and make them smart. But in general, we you, we look at it as the what can you say the 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 treatments that happens on a molecular level and then on uh, uh, on coatings. So the reason why we really like this in dual technology is because it treats the fibers on its own and it uh, does so so that when you get the fabric in your hand, you can clearly feel that it's very natural and that there's uh, that doesn't seem like there's any chemicals or there's no raincoat if, effect or anything like that. So. The benefit of this technology is that it feels very premium and luxurious and you can breathe in it. The downside of that is that it's not 100% stain-proof or 100% antibacterial or anything like that because it's just not possible to do that and then still keep a natural, breathable feeling in the fabric. Certainly. So when you guys were creating these shirts, what was that process like? I think in some ways it has been untraditional because uh, we were sitting in, uh, in another country, in Germany. And we were ordering a lot of samples, my co-founder and I, which also happens to be my uh, my uh, life partner. So uh, we were just ordering a lot of swatches from a lot of different technology uh, providers, and we were testing and throwing Redline and other stuff on it in our in our um, kitchen. And um, yeah, 
then reading a bunch of as thousands of pages of academic papers to figure out who who has the right thing going on here. Interesting. So what was the biggest challenge you guys encountered while designing the product? Uh, what we realized quite early on also from uh, testing it with the various people from our network, because we, we've been working in fashion for some years, uh, what we realized is that if we want people to pay the price that we need to charge because it's expensive to produce, uh, which is, so we need people to charge, we need to charge uh, 99 euros. And to do that, this shirt has to look as good and feel as nice as any other 99 euro shirt you can get from a bigger brand. So uh, that was the biggest challenge, to make it a, a product that is also very fashionable and very premium. So how did you and your partner decide that crowdfunding was the right channel to, to launch your company? Well, in some ways, it's the only channel for me if we wanted to do something uh, with a physical product. Uh, because I, um, I had a relatively big startup before. And in order to leave that and do something new, I also want to know that there's a consumer demand for the product. And that's why I love Kickstarter and that's why I buy stuff on Kickstarter all the time. It's simply because you can test if there's a product market fit and within a month, you know that should you quit your job and go all in and uh, and build a new company. Now, you and your life partner quit quit your jobs, right? And just went all in on this. Yeah, yeah we quit the jobs before Kickstarter, but um, we had a bunch of different ideas on what could be fun to do. Where this is the thing we really wanted to do. But it was not in the cards to build a startup like that because in the traditional technology scene and if you want to raise venture capital, as I did in the past, uh, this is not a fundable project for most uh, venture capitalists. Uh, they just don't like physical products and big warehouses in the countryside and so on. So by launching it on Kickstarter, now we can show everyone within a month that uh, this is a very uh, attractive product to consumers. And furthermore, we barely spent money on, uh, on marketing and we barely prepped it beforehand which was a part of what we wanted to prove as well. So, for example, we only had 120 email signups before we launched. So that's, that's pretty low. How come you guys didn't spend more time on the, the prep work in terms of pre-launch? I was not really allowed to in a lot of ways because uh, I had to exit my, my previous startup first and there's a lot of anti-competition clauses in it. Never fun with those. So let's yeah. talk about the, uh, the active Kickstarter campaign. Um, you guys used Kickstarter's new live stream feature. Tell us a little bit about your experience there. Well, that's something I would recommend to anybody, anyone who, who starts a Kickstarter, mainly because it's good for your backers, but it was also just a lot of fun. Like it really makes you feel like you're doing something extraordinary and something that's not just selling products on a website. We got so many questions during the live stream and a lot of people watched it afterwards as well. Uh, we even had quite a few new uh, pledges coming in during the live stream. That's always nice. So what, what were some of the things that you covered during the live stream? How did backers respond? The backers were very technology oriented. So they wanted to, to see also live that we would throw some ketchup and red wine and so on on a shirt just to make sure that and so that they see how, how easy it is to get it off, that it's something that we can you know, do in our kitchen instead of doing it in a studio or a laboratory or whatever. So they just wanted to see you guys get messy, huh? Yeah, well, that was one part of it. And then they just wanted to ask questions about how to wash it and can I bring it to the dry cleaner and how does it work with beetroot juice or whatever. Impressive. So yeah. what was the biggest surprise that you guys encountered during the campaign? The biggest surprise was probably uh, that 60% of the baggers are actually from the U.S., 
we have a big network in our countries, in Netherlands and, and, and in Denmark, which is also the second and the third biggest countries of backers for us. Uh, but the, uh, all the attention we got from countries that are not our home countries, uh, we had never imagined that that would reach such a massive level. Interesting. So what advice would you give to someone else looking to kickstart their clothing line? Well, when you do it on Kickstarter, I would say that this is a cliche, of course, but the video is just so damn important and it's important to be personal. Uh, I, there's plenty of campaigns that raises a lot of money without really showing the founders. But the reason why we could do it with no budget and with, with no real preparation, I think very much was because we put on our faces on it. Uh, we talk about Lud and Casper all the time. Uh, and the journalists loved that angle. And, and we saw several headlines in bigger media that literally said Casper and Lud is launching a shirt. And um, the second thing that really, really, I think will, will make a difference is that you just have a product that there's a clear demand for. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely solid advice there. So where are you guys headed off to next when the project ends? What's next for the brand? Well, first we have to focus on producing some really, really high quality shirts because we actually didn't have more than 25 shirts in total so far. So we put in the orders in three different batches and also for the blue color that we also offered, we never produced more than a couple of meters of that. So now we suddenly have to produce, you know, thousands of meters. So it has to go through 15 different steps uh, in Europe and in Asia in order to get, get it all ready. And once we have ramped up the whole at the end, made the supply chain ready for this kind of volume, then we open up the web shop and we might even talk to some retail partners and then we try to get a broader audience. Excellent. Sounds like big things on the way for Lab Fresh. So Casper, this gets us into our launch round where I'm going to rapid fire a few questions at you. You good to go? Okay, that sounds cool. So uh, what inspired you ultimately to become an entrepreneur? Um, yeah, that's hard to say. Do I also have to do uh, rapid uh, answers, actually? <laughs> Not necessarily, <laughs> no. No. Um, I think it, ins it inspired me a lot. Uh, what inspired me to become an entrepreneur um, was the ability to make things go much, much faster than in the company I previously worked in. Uh, that was the biggest company in Denmark uh, called Maersk and doing container shipping. And they have offices, like several hundred offices around the globe. And uh, you have to do a lot of stakeholder management almost no matter what you need to do. And I just don't have the patience for that. So the biggest joy I get out of my everyday life is when I had a whole day and I was sitting in front of my computer for 12 hours in a row and I forgot to eat and I forgot about time and I just got a lot of shit done. Those are the good days, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Casper, if you could put a Lab Fresh shirt on any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? Um, any entrepreneur through history? Well, I would uh, love to put it on uh, Elon Musk. Um, because he's still alive. It doesn't have to be someone who's dead, I assume. So, I just, right. I really like the way he looked at the market and disrupted it, even though there was no sort of clear roadmap on how other people would like it or how to get investments. He just blindly trusted that this could actually happen. And that the old, the industry was so old school so that he would have the time to build something up before they would start imitating him. Uh, it's the same for us. The fashion brands are really, really slow at, at adapting to new technologies. So hopefully we can get really far before Tommy Hilfiger and Ralph Lauren and so on. They start uh, inventing similar technologies. So if you could only ask Elon one question, what would it be? Uh, I would ask him about his morning routines. I like his uh, learning routines, so to speak. Good call. 
Uh, are there any business books or life books that you're currently reading that you would recommend to our listeners? I'm not really sure which one makes the most sense. The last one I finished was uh, Zero to One, but I would not necessarily recommend it. Sure. So hmm, let me just go to my best bedside table. I have a, a book lying there, which is called Tools of Titans, but his na- I am not entirely sure what his name is. It's Chris something. You know it? Is that the Tim Ferriss book? Oh, yeah. Sorry, Tim Ferriss. Exactly. Let me see. Yes, Tools of Titans. That's the one on my bed table right now. Yeah, it's like a novel. I think six or 700 pages. I'm working my way through it now. Yeah, it's huge. And it's great to read before you go to bed because you can take le- uh, just a couple of stories per time uh, and then fall asleep. Exactly. So, where do you see yourself in five years? In five years, I would very much like to have uh, rolled out the Left First brand to cover a lot of categories. Some pants and underwear and t-shirts and whatever we are able to transform with this technology. And then we would like to very much roll it out with our own uh, flagship stores around Europe. Excellent. Last question in the fi- launch fire round. What big, or, uh, excuse me. What does the future of crowdfunding look like? I hope that it will um, that it will split up a little bit more so that you get some platforms that are also more focused on less technological projects. So right now, Kickstarter is a mess of so many different projects. And sometimes there's a, there are really cool projects that I don't notice because they're drowning in something else. So uh, a, a more curated experience and uh, more based on niche. Interesting. Interesting. Well, Casper, you've been great. Please give our audience your pitch. Tell us what you're all about, where people should go, and why they should go buy a LabFresh shirt. All right. Well, at LabFresh, we're all about creating the next generation of uh, of smart fabrics. So uh, right now it's shirts and also ties, but in the future, it will hopefully be a lot more. So the whole idea is that uh, as a man, you spend way too much time on chores that uh, that and that time could have been better spent on the more exciting things in life. So we want you to do less laundry and do less ironing and uh, and still look your best. And um, at the same time, we also want to fight this fast fashion culture where people are buying um, a lot of clothes for very cheap prices at H&M or Gap or whatever. And uh, then they wear it a few times and then they get tired of it or it breaks in the, in the, in the seams or something like that. And then they just buy something new. We want to create products that last for many years and that you don't grow tired of because the design is uh, timeless. Excellent. Casper, you bring great audience. Thank you again for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for all the show notes, the full transcript, and links to everything we talked about today. And of course, thank you again to our crowdfunding podcast sponsors, the Gadget Flow and Backer Kit. Casper, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for contacting me. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a better business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes and our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. If you've loved this episode, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors and entrepreneurs find the show and helps us get better guests on here to help build your business. If you need a more hands-on crowdfunding strategy, please feel free to request a quote on commandpartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you soon.